Hello. Welcome to the Fantasy Fight Night podcast. I actually have adequate lighting this week. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I was going to comment on that, actually. Finally figured that out. Well, I, I had been listening to the podcast, and I kept forgetting, you know, I've been doing a audio medium. Mm-hmm. I forgot this is a visual medium. Well, yeah. So today, I have appropriate lighting and appropriate gear. It's perfect. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, and I got to tell you, you look great. You really do. Gosh. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, welcome, like you said, to the Fantasy Fight Night podcast. We have other podcasts that we are hosts of. I host the Bet Bath & Beyond podcast for uh, B3T Sports. It's over on the B3T Sports YouTube page. Adam, you are also the host of the Kurt Crew Fantasy podcast. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you want a shot at a free B3, or if you want a free shot at a jersey from b3t sports there you go it's not a b3t sports jersey although that would be fucking cool uh if you want a shot at it go to b3t sports.com slash contest contest last year's uh oh my goodness last month's winner rob white he grabbed a wonderful rob gronkowski jersey so uh like i said if you want a shot at that go check out b3t sports.com slash contest you have a stat for me here today yeah, Daryl Williams had 21 carries this last week, a number that CEH has only topped twice. Yeah, uh, I don't know how to feel about that at all. Like, I, I it makes me actually nervous that Andy Reid is seriously only playing Clyde because of his draft capital. I, I really, it just, it really makes me think he doesn't like him as a player, right? I, yeah, I. Because everything indicates that Clyde, you know, he got back-to-back hundred-yard rushes. Yeah. You figure, okay, they're starting to figure it out. Like, Cl- I don't know that he's the best runner on his team. No, and and Clyde is a good running back. Like, I don't want anyone to like. People sometimes look at fantasy and real football and think that they're the same. They're not. Like, you can be a good running back and not necessarily be the best. Fantasy no, Trevor. Actor. Look at look at the camera. <laughs> no, Trevor. They're not. And, but so, you know, flip side, they can you can be a not great like actual running back. I mean, Alex Collins is fine, but he was good for fantasy because of opportunity the last you know couple weeks. I, I think like it's important to note that I think Clyde Edwards-Helaire is a good running back, but I think they really grabbed him that early because he didn't fumble at all at LSU, and he didn't even fumble at all his rookie year. He's had you know what is it three fumbles so far this year already. Now he's hurt, but. I think they grabbed him because he's safe and they needed an upgrade at the position and they thought that that's what they would get with him, a safe upgrade, but it just hasn't turned out to be that way. My stat this week is that uh, this one's just kind of interesting. According to Pro Football Focus, Carson Wentz rates number one on 10-plus yard passes with a passer rating of 147.8, seven touchdowns, zero turnover-worthy plays. Carson Wentz, yeah. when he gets time, I mean, he, he is a good quarterback. He's a, I just, I don't know what, he's looking better these last couple weeks. The first couple weeks were rough, but, you know, he's coming off injury, and he's all, I feel like he's always coming off of injury, right? Yeah. So, as far as tonight goes, uh, we usually watch the game while we're recording. We're going to not do that this time. We're going to try to... Um, just give the audience, the lovely audience, our full undivided attention. However, do you have any games riding on tonight? 
like in your fantasy matchups? Uh, no, I don't. I I did. I had a chance. And basically, I needed Stephon Diggs to not score a touchdown. Yeah, Stephon Diggs to not score a touchdown? Yeah. Did he score a touchdown already? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what I need is I need a, a combined five more points for the rest of the game from Dawson Knox and Julio Jones. And then I will win my Megalo Bowl League. Otherwise, all my other leagues are decided. Um, and it was a pretty good week for fantasy so far. Yeah, uh, just watching Taylor Wan. Um the tackle for the Tennessee Titans. He had to get carted off earlier. Oh, apparently. you're kidding. I did not yeah. see that. No, in uh, like Ryan Chazier type hit. Ooh, that's not. He's on a full body board. It's. That's so. That's like. I mean, interesting maybe is not the right word given context, but it's it's strange. But I feel like offensive linemen don't see – they don't see those high contact plays because they're so close to each other. Yeah, there's a lot of force because, you know, they're they're massive individuals, but they're very close. So I, I feel like something um, that really must have gone wrong there. Uh, but that leads into our injuries and news and notes section here. Uh, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, uh, that was a doozy. I don't know – there is positive news to it in, in a sense they they called him to put him on IR on Saturday which means well yesterday did count as one of his games so he only has two more weeks yet that was smart that they did that but yeah. I, I don't know how you go from it's a it's a 0.5 hamstring sprain or strain to he sits two weeks and then you put him on IR anyway I I don't get I don't I don't understand the thought there's process. some teams that just don't understand how to manage. manage injuries that's true panthers are probably one of them so that's super unfortunate but he's out for at least two more weeks a lot of chuba owners got rid of him because they thought that they were going to get cmc back chuba is a, a stash the whole season i mean if there's any indication that this could be like last year you're going to get a starting running back who is viable and there's there were there was talk at a point in uh, the Panthers subreddit they should just move Christian McCaffrey to the slot try to save his health. Yeah, that's interesting. That's not what you pay the guy for. It's not, but if you, they pay him a lot anyway, and if he can't play at all, then I mean it's kind yeah, of yeah. But you're never you're never paying that much for no, not um, at all. But he is special, so I mean, it, yeah. we're just gonna call it McCaffrey tax, I guess. Uh. Okay, say what you want about Baker Mayfield, but that dude's tough. Like, he's playing through a severe shoulder. That guy's wired differently. (laughs) He re-dislocated his shoulder. Re-dislocated. he came back in. Actually, technically a subluxation. Now. Because going out and coming back in, but. The thing that bothers me, and I would love to get your take on this. I I mean, Baker's not a guy that you're, like, super starting in fantasy anyway. I mean, if you really like the matchup, I guess, and you're, like, looking to stream and you need a guy, Sure. But I, Baker's not a guy I'm starting in many of my leagues. Now, the fact that Odell is back and he hasn't been playing very well, like for fantasy, is this on Odell or is this just on Baker because he's hurt and he just can't play the game the way that he should be able to play the game? I mean, Odell's had 
basically 80 yards in two of the games and less than 30 in two of the games. No touchdowns. I, you see other receivers do this. It, he starts getting touchdowns. He's gonna, It's going to change the tune. It'll be interesting with it being a Thursday night. I don't know if they're going to be able to do enough to manage his pain. Yeah. And Broncos haven't done well enough against good defenses like the Browns have to make me think that uh, you know Case Keenum couldn't be in there and win the game for them, right? At least for a week and give Baker some extra time off. Sure. Um, but that's something to monitor for sure. Check that because they're getting a second opinion, and if it mm-hmm. looks bad enough that the pain is kind of wonky, then uh, they will probably be starting Keenum. So Campbell had a foot injury, and uh, their uh, their coach said that it did not look good. So I'm he's definitely going to get placed on IR. I don't know if it's season. It sucks. Ender. Paris Campbell can fly. Oh yeah, and 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 uh, his counterpart was looking amazing on the other side of the field. I T Y Hilton is out again. Like he came back and yeah, he got a quad injury. Like he came back and played like twelve snaps or something ridiculous, and then quad injury. Yeah. Um, Pittman looks amazing. He is a breakout candidate like for this season. He is athletically gifted. He is a freak. Um, yep. We're doing injuries. I'm just I'm I'm just about. saying that like this is important because I don't know I want to know what you think happens with that because there's a lot of speculation in the fantasy world when you've got a number one receiver who's really good he's going to get all the volume he's going to get all the targets because now they don't have anyone else right because Campbell's out and Hilton's out but he's also going to get everyone's number one corner so like what wins out here for you uh, the talent of Michael Pittman's gonna win out. Um, he's he's built like Mike Evans. Yeah, he's not the same pedigree. He's built like um, so. Uh, by the way, update from Sleeper: uh, the lineman for the Titans. He has movement in all extremities. He is just now being evaluated for a concussion. So that is good news. Okay, because I saw the the stretcher injury of the play in uh, a three hundred. 30 pound man yeah he he, I, he hit somebody and dropped and was not moving at sure. all um so. Dak through the game winning touchdown pass to cd lamb against the patriots in foxborough and on that throw apparently he strained his calf they're saying that it's going to be fine he did get an mri nothing negative from the mri i i'm not too worried about they've those. got a bye week yeah I'm he's not gonna get it massaged all week um not from any of Deshaun Watson's right. um, recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terod Taylor, he's day-to-day. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any question that if Terod Taylor is healthy, that he is the starter for this team, right? I mean, they're not going to go the Davis Mills route still, right? Uh. Yeah, that one's interesting. Look, they don't have a whole lot of pieces. And Davis Mills, for what he was drafted as – has shown he can at least throw the ball around yeah. the NFL field. He needs to be able to close out games, but you you also need talent around you for that to happen. Right. I'm, you know, Tyrod was balling. He was. And it looks like the, the, their team, if he, his ceiling could definitely um, push them forward, but they're in a lost season. I think they have to see what they have going forward in the rookie. Sure, but if he if he if they play him, if they play Tyrod, 
he's definitely an interesting asset for fantasy to yeah, monitor. And, and I think Brandon Cooks jumps back up like to what we saw at the beginning of this. I mean, he, Brandon Cooks is still. He fine. just had some bad matchups. Oh no, he just I had trust some bad me. Matchups. I, I I agree with that, but it's undeniable to me that Tyrod won't be better than Davis Mills as a getting Brandon Cooks the ball. Um, Calvin Ridley, he rejoins practices after he had a personal matter. It hasn't surfaced what that was. I don't really care what that was, but he was away from the team. He did not travel to London, but he's back now. So, I mean, doesn't really matter because... Uh, you have somebody to take the pressure off of Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That's but, all we care about. Yeah. I, Calvin Ridley has not been it this year, and I, I'm sure no. it's just a slump. I, I think it could be... Matt Ryan looks okay, at least fantasy-wise. Kyle Pitts looks like he has the tools to be the like the tight end everyone wanted him to be. So we'll see. That's good for everyone involved that uh, Ridley's back. But uh, next up, Chubb did not play. Kareem Hunt did play. Exited the game. Uh, their running back situation is dire. I feel in the next two weeks. Yeah, we'll see. Chubb wasn't put on IR. That's a misconception that's going around the fantasy footballers are spreading. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, I don't I mean, know. They have how they messed it up yet. So, no. And I, they said he has a chance to play this week. We'll see. You need to get to the playoffs. I think you can beat the Broncos with your defense. Put Case Keenum in. Run a very conservative game plan. Eat up clock and do just fine. So, that's my thought. Now, I also. Well, Kareem Hunt is also not technically on IR yet, but it's looking like he will. He will be. Yeah, he, they said four there. to six weeks. Um, Antonio Gibson has not gotten the usage that we expected in, in, as a fantasy. No, he's going to be. He's going to be shut down for a little bit here. Uh, he's got to be. Like, if you can't finish a the, full game, the shin that the shin really got banged up this week. He uh, the previous week he looked good. Yeah, I mean, go get um, go get JD McKissick. Is all I guess. Go to JD McKissick, and if you you know McKissick's not there, go get Jarrett Patterson. He was the Buffalo running back who scored eight touchdowns in a game. <laughs> um, so he, I think he'll be their runner. Sure. Um, and they don't trust JD McKissick on the goal line. So if you're hurting for a running back, it never hurts to grab somebody like sure. that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and you don't want to be late to this thing. You could be early i think that's why if you're if you're the antonio gibson owner you should have mckissick in my opinion especially like since week three just because of how they've been using them but if you are the gibson owner and you don't have him go look for him he's available in a fair amount of places uh and then alex collins he got injured rashad penny is coming off of ir are you excited for that at all or are you kind of like if Alex Collins is healthy, he'll be the guy. Um, aside from that, no. <laughs> I mean, the whole. I mean, the Seahawks looked okay against the Steelers, but I don't think either team really even looked. They that figured good. it out yeah. late, but they're gonna they're gonna distribute the the runs. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Carson is on IR. Yeah, which sucks. But I mean. Yeah, you know, the status of that injury, that's something to really monitor. It's a neck injury. Those are terrifying for uh, any football player. Well, just some of the readouts that I've had is 
a lot of people think that he doesn't play another snap as Seahawk, and oh, really? that's from the medical community. So, you know, health comes first. I, I wish Chris Carson the best, but it's something to monitor, especially in Dynasty. Yeah. I'd be willing to throw a dart at getting Alex Collins right. or Rashad Penny. Now, make them pay cents on the dollar. Uh, you know, don't yeah, overpay. You're, you're not going to be able to. But. Uh, I mean, starting running back. team NFL doesn't have a first round. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a first round. Uh, tell that to the Jets. Well, tell the, the Seahawks are currently two and four, and the Jets have the uh, Seahawks' first round pick this upcoming year for yeah. Jamal Adams, who yeah. has not played very well. He has zero sacks on the season. He has, I want to say, he has two like interceptions that have bounced off his hands. He's just looked not worth the price tag. So. Uh, all right, those are our injuries. That's our news notes. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into uh, last week? Cole Beasley just scored a touchdown. Oh, of course he did. That's not good. For and him. you know he was left wide open. Um, He's been kind of quiet this season. Yeah, he has. But to be fair, I don't really fault the Titans' defensive backs for not wanting to be more than six feet away from Beasley. <laughs> that, so, I would agree with that. He so. was left wide open. Oh, man. I think that we are in a good spot here. Let's move on to our last week's recap. So we have the top five quarterbacks. Again, this is during the Monday night game. Some of these things could change. They definitely changed last week. Lamar jumped himself into the top. Yeah, Lamar Uh, went nuclear. uh, I mean, Mark Andrews put himself into the top. I mean, just (laughs) so. uh, But as of right now, where it stands, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford, and Patrick Mahomes. Um, Kirk Cousins. This list is uh, this list makes sense aside from Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, Kirk Cousins has always been. Like, he's oh, never been like a number one finisher, though. No, and he won't be. I mean, he's. I think is he the quarterback eight or nine on the season? I mean, he'll never. No, like on a week, he's never like oh, the sure. top guy. He's always knocking at the door of somebody else. I, but this week, I mean, if you've got no turnovers, if you've got two receivers like Jefferson and Thielen, and you throw the ball forty-eight times, I mean, you're gonna finish in the top. Uh, you just will. But I mean, come on, man. That offensive play calling for the Vikings has got to be so frustrating if you're a fan, dude. That it, it looks so awful. Like, <laughs> it just looks awful. But he threw the ball 48 times, 33 completions, three touchdowns. He did fumble it, but I think he, uh, uh, I think that was fine for his fantasy output. It didn't really hurt him too bad. Dak Prescott had an awesome game. I mean, b- both Kirk and Dak they had overtime, uh, a little bit of. Yep. Stat padding there. And walk-off touchdowns. And walk-off touchdowns. Uh, Jalen Hurts at three. See, Okay, here's the thing. This is why Russian quarterbacks are a cheat code. He threw the ball 26 times. He completed 12 passes. He had under 150 yards. He even threw an interception. But he ran the ball yep. 10 times for 44 yards and two touchdowns. Like, yep. I, that's the number three quarterback. I traded for him. And I gave up Kirk Cousins, and I got Jalen Hurts and a second. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that that's a bad trade at all. At the time, I really liked the trade. I don't love it as much now. I mean, I, Jalen Hurts has a lot of growing to do, and that Eagles team is – I I don't know how I feel about the Eagles team as a whole. Zach, Zach Ertz is gone. 
So now we've got Goddard, who should be a very relevant piece for them. But otherwise, I mean, they don't run the football. Like, Miles Sanders is being wasted in Philadelphia. I don't understand that offense. So is Kenneth Gainwell. No, I I agree. Nothing about that offense makes sense. So that's why I'm like, Jalen Hurts is is interesting. I would start him every week just because of the rushing upside and the way he plays. Because he plays, like, he plays hard football. But, and he's an athlete, but... Matthew Stafford finished at four. Matthew Stafford is playing really good football. 22 completions on 28 attempts. Four touchdowns. He did have a pick, but uh, this is the best offense Matthew Stafford's been a part of since probably the year he had Megatron. No, it this is the best it's ever been. So, I mean, I feel happy for him. Good for him. Like The thing that sucks is they're in a very tough division. Um, so, I, I'm not concerned about that doesn't mean anything really for fantasy but as a Stafford fan I would I I want him to do well uh and then Patrick Mahomes rounds out the list here at five 47 attempts 32 completions three yards shy of 400 he threw two picks Patrick Mahomes is turning the ball over a lot the Chiefs in general are turning the ball over a ton it's the ball's being tipped a lot I, I mean, agree with I that. think that's I think I saw and I'd have to corroborate this but I saw six have been tipped. Uh, I mean, Tyreek has had two off his hands. One of them was an interception. One of them was a pick six. Like, and that's weird. I do not understand how Tyreek, of all people, that's like a He's going too pick. fast. Yeah. That, he's got to slow down then because that offense is going to have problems if he can't be a true number one. Like, if he can't be the reliable guy. Uh, speaking of wide receivers, we got... CeeDee Lamb at one, Cooper Cup at two, Adam Thielen at three, Jalen Waddle at four, and Donovan Peoples-Jones at five. One of these things is not like the others. Um, CeeDee Lamb will start off walk-off touchdown to win them the game. He was on the field for 87% of snaps, 11 targets, two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb is really good. I mean, there's just... Yep. Yep. Yes. Cooper Cup. And he finally paid off. Cooper Cup's just – he's going to be the wide receiver one this year. I don't think there's any stopping him. Um, I, I mean, that's probably a safe bet. I think that uh, in points per game, I think at the end of the year, there's a very solid chance Antonio Brown could be the number one wide receiver in points per game. You don't, you don't think it's possible? No. I, I, think it's, no. I think it's certainly possible. Like He's playing – very very good football he's not on this list but he is the number six wide receiver on the week he's played every game hasn't he no he missed a game actually he missed a game and a half okay but um i I wish he'd played every game uh adam thielen at three every every single year we had a point in the season where i'm like adam thielen is done like that's i mean it's goodbye like he'll be semi-relevant he'll catch a couple passes like this is the justin jefferson show and then oh we have a week like this 98% 98% of snaps. Like, he always plays a ton of snaps. 13 targets. Yep. He had a great game. He's a good blocker, and he got a ton of targets this week, which is not his thing. He's, like, floating from six to eight. Yep. Uh, Jalen Waddle, welcome to the party uh, with Tua back. I mean, Jalen Waddle looked pretty dang good. Uh, he was also targeted 13 times. He had two touchdowns. Where, where are you feeling for Jalen Waddle like, moving forward on the season? I mean, I tried to get him this um, offseason before the season in Dynasty. Yeah. It's – they designed the whole offense to go around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and he scored on a couple of slants, which was not really his profile. So I think the sky is the limit for that guy. Yeah, I, I like him. He's I liked him a lot in Alabama. I think with Tua, it, Tua was the number six graded quarterback this week uh, from PFF. I mean, he looked pretty pretty good. He's not very consistent. We'll see how he plays next week. They were also playing the Jags, so take that how you will. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 78% of snaps, five targets, four receptions for 101 yards and two touchdowns. This is... This is a bologna sandwich. This is not... <laughs> this is... I, I mean... Yeah, people, my older brother was trying to convince me that this is the guy to go get. And I'm like, he caught a Hail Mary. Yeah. And yes, he scored. But... I, You cannot... Like, I don't want to take points away from people, but... Ugh. Well, you just can't tell me that with Baker's current injury status and the way that they throw the like the way they throw the football that when uh, the limited times that they're going to put him in a drop back set to actually toss the rock that Donovan People Jones is going to be his number one. You can't even convince me he's yeah. going to be his number two. Like, could this happen again? Yeah, I mean, sure, maybe, but I, I am not. If you are convinced on this guy, I would not spend any fab on him because you will be sorry. If I would, you know, I put one. Sure, just that. Yeah, no, exactly. If Landry, I, yeah, it's just it's gross. Running all right, running back. the running backs. Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Daryl Henderson. Leonard Fournette is that dude. I mean, he's the dude that I feel like the Jaguars thought they drafted. When they took him at number, I want to say number five. Uh, and then they let him go. He got signed by the Bucks. He's looking really good with the Bucks now that they're not handing the ball to Ronald Jones. How do you feel about Leonard Fournette moving forward on the season? I mean, we're at the week six mark. I mean, he's the guy. <laughs> Does that make you disappointed? You sound disappointed. Uh, I have a long-standing hate relationship with really? Leonard Fournette. Ryan was like he is he is better than Zeke, and I Oof. said you can suck it. I, yeah, I don't think he's better um, than Zeke. I do think he's good. I mean, they were drafted in the same slot, and yeah, if they, he's always like, well, if he had been drafted to the Cowboys, it would be a whole different situation. Mm, possibly. Yeah. I mean, like, just because of usage and stuff, that I could – but I, I just think that – Leonard Fournette has a skill set that is valuable. I mean, he put up 30 points. He only played 63% of snaps. I mean, if they can – the trade deadline uh, – Well, up, he, I mean, he got 28 touches, no, so let's not – I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, in general, I mean, you want, the more you have a guy out on the field, the more opportunity he's going to get in general. Um, if that percentage dips too much lower, then you get, you get stacked boxes whenever he's in the game because they know they're going to hand the ball to him. It's like, oh, he's on the field – say 50% of the time he's going to get 28 touches. Yeah, I know he's going to get the ball. So I think that's going to change. They're, they're going to get Ronald Jones out of there. The The trade deadline's in, what, 15 days? There are teams that need running backs. So. Yeah. Jonathan. No, I think they'll keep the depth. I mean, they still have him on a rookie contract. Is he still on a rookie? I feel like Ronald Jones is old. Why do I feel like that he's all the time? in his third year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor at number two. My boy. It's happening. They're fine. They're using him finally. Like they're. It took Marlon Mack to tear his Achilles, and then it took 
Naeem Hines to get banged up so they're not using him every single third down play. But Jonathan Taylor is exactly what we thought he'd be. He is a phenomenal back. I mean, he's efficient. I mean, 10 yards a carry, that's obviously not sustainable, but that's what he had this week. Two touchdowns. I'm in love with Jonathan Taylor, and I don't care who knows it. That's <laughs> a little weird, but oh, I mean, I'll allow it. Um, Joe Mixon here at three. Good for him. Uh, he's got lots of usage. Yeah, they just ran all over the Lions. Yeah. It was ugly. Najee Harris honestly didn't have a very good game, but he has the volume. So, I mean. D- didn't have a very good game. Finishes at number four, and I think he's like top five on the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's... he gets like 20 plus carries a game he gets targeted three or four times 30 a game. touches it just a game you're gonna get I, I mean he's not derrick henry but he's a light version of derrick henry if you have him in ppr he is equating to basically derrick henry right uh and then henderson 24.7 points he also had 20 over 20 attempts he had a touchdown on the ground touchdown through the air if i mean as long as the uh the rams are comfortable with him He's going to be fantasy relevant, and not just fantasy relevant, but he could be very good for you. Well, I think they figured out how to use him. I thought they got Sony because they weren't sure how to sure. let him go get free. I think Stafford has figured out how to use his skill set, how to integrate him into the offense, and you see the rewards of it. He's a running back one. Uh, tight ends. No Fant had his best game of the year. They were trailing the entire game. Uh, no offense, athletic, but I, I don't know how to feel about him as a. He he literally looks like a he's athletic. I I watched him at Iowa. He's a freak. He looks like a lineman. Yeah, running down the field. He looks so slow. And I don't know why this, this year. I, th- I don't. He li- he doesn't look like he can beat anybody down the field. Uh, Mike is, but he had a good week. I mean, eleven targets. Uh, he was just getting hammered with targets over and over and over. When it wasn't Cortland Sutton, it was no fan. So, uh, Mike Kosicki finished two, nineteen point five points, nine targets, eight receptions, uh, one hundred fifteen yards. Okay, so this is his second week of like very heavy usage. I know that they've got a lot of wide receiver injuries. Do you expect this to continue when their wide receivers are back, or do you think that Mike Kosicki is? I don't know what to think. I don't know. Are you trading him high right now? I mean, I dropped him after week one (laughs) because I thought, oh, he's not going to be used. And then they lost all their bodies. Now he's being used. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this whole Miami team. I they were playing the Jags is the context that I have. I'm selling Gasecki high because tight end landscape sucks. I mean, I would go for somebody even if a guy like like if you could trade him for like a Schultz or something, somebody who's like maybe not going to, I'm just saying like somebody who's like not uh, a super huge boom guy, but maybe, you know, is going to get like the six targets a game. Um, and just, I would rather do that. And you, if you can convince somebody that Gusecki's going to go off like this all the time, blah, blah, blah. Like I just want something more consistent. I don't know. I, I would be trying to sell Kelsey. Number three, no touchdowns, but, one yard shy of 111 targets. He lives here. Uh, Mark Andrews. I, Mark Andrews lives here too. 17.8.6 targets, five receptions, and a touchdown. I That dude's insane. Yeah, uh, I just want to bring up, Ian, that you thought 
that Cole Komet could turn into a better version of this guy. Uh, I mean, not with not with that coaching staff, I don't think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then finally, a name we have not said in I don't know how long, O.J. Howard rounds out at five. What? I, I mean, dude. Back from the dead. I know. A touchdown. He had seven targets, six receptions, 49 yards. One of his targets was a deep shot, like, for a first down, like which would have been another, like, 20 yards. His touchdown catch was nice. It was, like, back of the end zone. I don't expect this to continue. Th- to me, this is the best-case scenario for the Bucks. is they were getting his trade value up. Trade deadlines in five days. Um... Or I mean, in 15 days. Do you, I mean I know that the that the Arizona Cardinals just traded for Zach Ertz, but do you think they would have rather had OJ Howard? Um, no, I think they would have been able to get him if they wanted him. Sure. He's a guy at the end of his contract, coming off of injury. He had the the opportunity. Um, let's see here. But yeah, OJ Howard rounds out the list at five. I think it's crazy that uh, he actually came back and played the way that he did, especially just after being not utilized at all, like at all for so long. Um, so let's move on here. Is there anything else that you want to talk about, I guess, tight end-wise or anything from last week before we uh, get going on this upcoming week? I mean, Tom Brady leads the league in passing attempts by 21. Gosh, really? I mean, the dude doesn't age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got the most passing yards too. I, I yeah, don't. And know. I think he, doesn't he lead in touchdowns? Uh, no, I think that is still Mahomes. Does Mah- wait what? Mah- I feel like Mahomes. Mahomes is has eighteen. Yeah, that that's just it. Everyone's I like, know, oh, Mahomes has been crazy? off. They haven't been winning. He's got eighteen touchdowns. Like, calm down. And many, as soon as they start catching the ball. He's got eight. As soon as they start catching the ball, sure. Yeah, I mean that he's gonna look like a, like a god again. Like no one can touch him. I mean, he basically is one. <laughs> yeah. Christopher was trying to tell me that he's human, and I'm like, are, are you kidding me? He's like third in yards, first in touchdowns. I don't know what more you want from this who, man. Who are the the top five leaders in passing yards? Do you happen to have that up right now? Uh, Brady, Carr, Mahomes, Stafford, Prescott. Okay, that all checks out. I was really curious. I think Stafford also has like 15 touchdowns. 16. 16. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, Mahomes, like, Brady, Stafford, Prescott, and then Herbert. Herbert is sneaking right. So I couldn't believe that game this week. What happened with I that game? I, I didn't watch it. and uh, So, here's a question for you before we move on. Currently, in your mind, who are the three top guys for MVP? In your mind. Lamar, Kyler, Brady. I am also of that mindset. Those three are like, and Brady's like. Oh no, no, no. I gotta, I gotta move Brady out. It's uh, Josh Allen. I to me, I right now, I think it's Lamar, Brady, Allen. Kyler is great. Kyler's on an undefeated team. He's playing really well, but he's like, had a couple weeks that are like, eh, whatever. Lamar Jackson, what he did against the Colts is was insanity, like. 38 for 44 he had a ton of touchdowns he had like over 400 passing yards on a team that is so depleted in its backfield and has like lost a bunch of defensive players and 
I, they're only going to get better with Bateman coming back this week. I am very excited to see how that translates. But yeah, it'll be. I'm curious to see. You know, this offense. I'm curious to see next year when all their running backs are healthy. What sure. happens? Oh, you know what? Another thing that we haven't talked about, uh, we forgot to mention it on the injury. Kadarius Tony left the game with an ankle injury. Yeah, that's super sad. He was cooking too. Fan- the very beginning fantasy of the game. superstar. They were winning <laughs> because of him, and then they choked. They literally died without him. I mean, that's so sad. So sad. Um, all right, so we're gonna move on to game chasers. We did this last week. Uh, we're gonna talk about some games that we think you should chase for points. Um, and my first one is the Packers and the Washington football team. I think that uh, the Packers, with their injuries at the cornerback position, I think that you're going to be able to score points with Ricky Seals-Jones and with uh, Scary Terry. Same kind of deal. I, I know that the Washington football team looked like it had its defense come back to life against the Chiefs, but you said it. The internet's saying it. Those were tipped passes. It wasn't like they were like being aggressive and going to get those interceptions. So I think yeah. the Packers are obviously going to score on these guys. I think it's just going to be a shootout. I would. I would agree that defenses don't know how to do anything. I'm a little concerned with the weapons from Washington. I would say, uh, you know, anytime Mahomes is playing, I want to watch that mm. and be around that. Um, and they're playing Tennessee, who, you know, they haven't stopped the run at all. And right now, Tennessee's 17-20 um, with the Bills. I mean, it looks like they're figuring out how to play football. Um, the Titans have 17 points. Ryan Tannehill is 4 for 12 for 71 yards and an interception. Listen to that stat line again. He is 4 for 12 for 71 yards and an interception. That's insane. Like, what... I can't. I, I. I mean, Derrick Henry is not human. How do they have 17 points with that quarterback stat line? Right. Uh, he has a rushing touchdown. Oh yes, he does for four yards, one carry, four yards. Even still, that's nuts, dude. Uh, Josh Allen, 24. For, Josh Allen's thrown the ball 31 times already. Yeah. Why else would? Why would you run the ball when you have Josh Allen to throw the ball? I guess. Oh my goodness. They should throw it to Dawson Knox more. Okay. Uh, moving on here, you got so you said you had Kansas City and Tennessee as one of your game chasers. Yep. Uh, my my next game chaser, Ravens Bengals. Um, I just think the Bengals are electric and they've looked really. See, good. and I think those defenses are both better than people realize. I don't think the thing is though, even in defensive games, like offense, it wins out a lot of the time. It's just, I mean, you only have to beat a guy deep once. It's so rare to host like a shutout or even like a. Even just like holding somebody to seven points, I'm fairly certain that both teams will get at least two touchdowns. I I like the idea that Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon have a solid shot at being top scorers this week. Hmm. And who do you have here for your final game? At Raiders Eagles. Raiders sure. just aside from playing the Bears with uh, amidst the turmoil, mm-hmm. have found ways to put up points, and the Eagles have found ways to come back into games and put up points themselves. Dude, Derek Carr looked uh, so good last week. <laughs> yeah, they they better extend that guy. I I don't know what's going to happen with any of those people on that roster, aside from Darren Waller. And even Darren Waller, I don't know what they're 
Yeah, they they just need to extend him. You don't you don't find you don't pull quarterbacks like that off the street. He may fluctuate a little bit. He's throwing a deep ball. It, it, Russell Wilson's the only guy throwing a deep ball better. Right. Uh, all right, we're gonna talk here about some waiver wire stuff. And again, just like every week, the guys we mentioned here, the, we're not saying to go get them. We're just gonna discuss them. We're gonna talk about if we would pay for them, what we're looking for them, um, like for these uh, kind of waiver picks for quarterbacks. Derek Carr, I think, is a solid, solid choice. Yeah, uh, I mean, if he's if he's available out there, Eagles, yeah. I, it's it's tough because when some of these guys have a week or two that's really good. I, but here's the thing: you can only start one quarterback, and bye weeks are coming up right now. So I mean, it's bipocalypse next week. Exactly. So you you're gonna see some of these guys uh, probably hanging out out there. Like, for example, just in uh, Sleeper Leagues alone. Let me see here. Oh, come on. Type for me. Derek Carr is owned, and he's, it says he's only rostered 49% of leagues in, in Sleepers. So, I mean, he's he's out there. Um, Kirk Cousins. Now, here's one who I feel like should be available. He is owned in 67% of leagues, so he's definitely way less available. I mean, he's been playing very good for fantasy, but, I mean, he's a guy who I would definitely play. Uh, and Jameis Winston is a guy who Michael Thomas is probably not going to play this week. He is eligible to come off the pup, but if you if you have faith in Jameis Winston, I think that's a guy who could very well be a solid QB for you moving forward. Yeah, it, Jameis, uh, who do they have this week? That's actually a good question. I know they don't have the Panthers. I don't own, like, any Saints. Oh, uh, I could tell you. Oh, no, I can't. Not in that league, I can't. Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> play. Yeah. I would definitely play. I mean, like, so if, if you're – who are you targeting as a QB? Are you targeting somebody who's different than these three guys, or are you liking these guys as your targets? I mean, Tua or Matt Ryan, if they're available, they play Atlanta and Miami. They play each other. That seems to be like a we're not going to play defense type of matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's move on to wide receivers then. We talked about this earlier at the beginning of the show – Donovan Peoples Jones. I'm not chasing him. You dropped a dollar on him. You won't chase more than that. Uh, I think yeah. it's not real. I think it's fairy dust. So like it happened. Good for him, but it's not going to happen again. AJ Green. Yeah. Is it time that we start looking at AJ Green as a potential, like a, a flex option? Uh, I'd rather have Christian Kirk. You would rather have Christian Kirk. I yeah. don't think I would. I think I would rather have AJ Green. With Zach Ertz coming, you know, big body, you're gonna have two of them. I, I would rather have Christian Kirk. So, uh, if if you and I were about to make a bet, would you take Christian Kirk uh, finishing higher than AJ Green uh, by end of season? Because I would take AJ Green. Boy, what are they at right now? Uh, AJ Green is the number 34 wide receiver in PPR. And Christian Kirk is... 
the number 26 wide receiver in PPR. So he's got about eight spots on him, nine spots on him. I mean, I, w- I would say I'd rather have Christian Kirk rest of season. Sure. I mean, that's that's fair. Well, we have to figure out a betting system, something that we can bet that is uh, harmless but still fun. Uh, we can bet money. I mean, it worked out for you last year, didn't it? Uh, I mean, I think that the only thing that I, I lost to you is I lost the uh, I lost the Zeke jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you do against my brothers? <laughs> uh, the uh, well, I I actually think I only made one bet with. Uh, with Zach, the other bet you're thinking of is two years ago, and I bet the Cowboys would be good, and then everyone on the roster like died. Yeah, which was unfortunate. But wish I'd have made that bet this uh, year. That was last year. But um, let's see here. So anyway, AJ Green, I like AJ Green. Sterling Shepard, he's coming back hopefully this se- uh, this upcoming week. <laughs> this season. Yeah, this season. I don't know, man. Yeah, That's... if if Kenny Galladay is still out and Kadarius Tony's out, I mean he's been valuable. PPR uh, machine. You know they. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jalen Waddle is probably not like depending on your league format, he might be available. Definitely, people could have dropped him. They were getting frustrated. Um, yeah, I, so I would, would check on it. For go sure. get that guy. He's the one on his team. Okay, running backs. Dearness Johnson is not extremely talented by any means, but he is going to be the number one option on a run first Browns team with great, with the, one of the best I... offensive lines. Uh, this is the fifth time I think this year that we've had to go and get backup running backs. Like w- what was it first? You got to get Hubbard. You got to get um, Williams. You got to get uh, the other Williams for the bears. You have to get uh, all these backup running backs because people are dying. People Booker. Are, yeah, exactly. It's running back. Uh, I would say if there's any backup running backs out there, just take a stab at them. Yeah. I mean. Just especially if you're like just going to – if you have nobody on your roster that is like you you're, know you're going to start, go ahead and just grab a backup. Yeah. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Damian Harris is probably not available, but his backup yeah, – I can't imagine but, that he but is. But his backup is almost certainly available. He looked pretty good. I He has talent – and like we, ch- I'd be willing to add him because they use him in the passing game, and if they get, um, if they uh, mm, get Jacoby Myers a touchdown, uh, oh, no, yeah, if <laughs> Damian Harris gets hurt, yeah, then Ramondre Stevenson kind of becomes the do it all back. I I agree with that, so I keep an eye there. And then Khalil Herbert, we had talked about this earlier too. I mean, that dude can ball. He can, and he was cheap, and I he should be available in a lot of your in a lot of your leagues. I I stabbed at him in a couple leagues. Just because um, got him. Well, I grabbed him actually as soon as I heard the COVID news on Damian Williams. Sure. And people weren't sure whether or not he'd come. So, you know. Williams might be back next week, but Herbert's been useful. Very. Um, and he was a bogus holding holding call from a monster, mm-hmm. monster game. Like, he had 100 yards plus in a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, and he should have had another 26-yarder in there. Um, as far as tight ends go, again, if Ricky Seals-Jones, we talked about it, we called it last week, he was going to get usage. He looked good, especially for what you're going to get out of him, like, price-wise. I like him a lot if you're streaming your tight end. Zach Ertz, I mean, the, some of these – Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, definitely some, one of them could have been – If if Goddard is out there, oh, my gosh. You, you have to go. go. 
scoop him up. I might even be willing to trade for him just because Hertz looks like he liked him. It just, I mean, he was splitting time. So if he's out yeah. there a majority of the time, I like him a lot better. They don't have any wide receivers, you know. I mean, they've got Devonta Smith, and that's it. I, I, I don't you dare say that about Quez Watkins. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, I, I that's kind of all we have for the show. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I feel like uh, this week was fun, but uh, and I did fairly this well. This week was weird. It was like weird. the previous week was like points of Palooza. Yeah, this this week. This week there were a lot of. I mean, like I want to say that uh, every number one scorer this week scored less points than I think the number three guy did last week. Yeah, I and all I want to say is give me Brian Dable or Kellen Moore when we fire Nagy because uh, <laughs> John Fox was scoring more points. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel bad for you, but I don't feel as bad for you as I do for me as a Panthers fan. So, because we're looking like we are, looks like we're regressing. I don't understand at all. Like, I if Sam Darnold is mediocre the rest of the season, we better not sign him thinking we can fix him. I don't want to deal yeah, with that for the you, next three years. You entered a dance with the devil. I was so dumb. But I think that's it. I think we're out of here. 